Hey there, and welcome to The Devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Thursday, June 1st, 2023, and today is our 148th devotional, and we're still looking at how Christ was about the Father's business in his teaching to us. And today we come to one of those uh, passages that is, uh, quite frankly, a little bit difficult for us, uh, especially in this day and age that we live in. Um, and, and I know I use that term quite often this day and age, but um, we live in a time where we think of rights as being something that we should follow after and that we have God-given rights and we should defend our rights. But let's just take a quick look at what Jesus says here in Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 through 42. And then we'll look a little bit the next time at the next portion. It's kind of a two-part thing that goes together. But it says this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 38 through 42. You have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a two... Uh, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if thou, and if any man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Um, as we start to jump into this one a little bit more, uh, I am reminded of the, uh, I mentioned it yesterday, uh, Fiddler on the Roof, uh, one of my favorite movies. Uh, the man has five daughters, and he's got to find uh, husbands for his five daughters, and he's a poor milkman. And uh, the statement is made in there that they should stand up for themselves. And he says, if we stand up, you know, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, well, we, we would all be blind and toothless. <laughs> and I think it's kind of a funny statement. And, and it's a good statement. Uh, what happens when you uh, start retaliating but what was meant by this law was that justice shouldn't go overboard you shouldn't uh go overboard uh when you're trying to uh bring justice in a situation and it was also something uh to help people understand uh that if you do something to someone else and you intentionally hurt them uh, the same thing is probably going to happen to you. And, and we find this back in Exodus chapter uh, 21, verse uh, 24. It says, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. Um, and so uh, this law that you see going all the way through uh, was a law that if someone damages you, they damage your crop, they steal from you, uh, they need to pay it back. If they steal uh, goods from you, they need to pay it back with the fifth part or 20% over. And, and so um, that was the law that they were used to living under. Uh, the problem was that in Christ's day, they were under Roman law. 
And so uh, it didn't work quite the same way. Uh, in the Jewish sector, it did. But uh, when you started dealing with Roman citizens, it worked a little bit different. And, uh, you know, the story is quite um, famous uh, where uh, Jesus says right here, if they ask you to go with, with if someone asks you or commands you, to go with them a mile, go with them twain. Uh, when when I've studied this out in the past, it, uh, it's pretty plain that the Jewish people, they hated this law. Uh, a, a Roman soldier could walk into any town, they could see any person, and they could compel them to go with them a mile. And the Jewish people, and probably not just the Jewish people, Everybody that was not a Roman citizen was under this law. If you were uh, under the Roman um, uh, powers and you were not a Roman citizen, you could be compelled to go with somebody a mile. And uh, that's all they could make you do. And they hated this, but they knew exactly how many steps a mile was. And as soon as they would get to the end of that mile, plop, they would drop the pack and turn around and walk back. No word of, you know, have a good day or uh, nothing like that. It was just plop, no more words, and on your way. And no conversation whatsoever. That's how the Jews operated. And Jesus here is saying, um, do something a little bit different. Um, resist not the evil. What is he trying to say with this? Don't try to resist somebody there. If they smack you on the face on one side, turn the other cheek. Now, when I was a kid in, in school, uh, I used this tactic a little bit. And um, it, I I could get people into trouble, but I could also get into trouble myself. Um, I, I had taunted somebody enough to make him want to hit me. And he hit me, and, and I turned the other cheek. And we went up to the principal's office and I said, I just said hello to him. And, and it wasn't that I said hello. It was the way that I said it. And it, it was a snarky way. And I think our our pastor understood that. And so I got a spanking as well, uh, which was not a bad thing. But uh, I was twisting this verse in a bad way. Uh, but here Christ is saying, don't twist it in a bad way. Don't try to defend yourself all the time. You don't always have to defend yourself. In fact, don't try to defend yourself. Why? Because God will defend you then if you don't try to defend yourself. He does a much better job of defending his children than we can of our on our own. But uh, something I wanted to point out about this is that we are called to be like Christ. And let's just think about this for just a second, and then we'll be done for today. But what did Christ do on the cross? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Now, a few years later, you have a certain deacon stand up and say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. His name was Stephen, and they were stoning him, and there was somebody standing by that heard that, watched that, and he was holding, he was consenting unto it, holding the cloaks of the people that were doing the stoning. And a little bit later, 
Uh, we're not sure how how much longer, uh, probably not too much longer, maybe a year or so later, you find Saul or Paul on the road to Damascus. And, and Jesus says to him, how long will you kick against the pricks? How long will you keep fighting me? And it, it implies that Paul had seen what Stephen had done. Uh, and, and I'm almost sh sure that he knew exactly what had happened with Christ. Uh, he he had probably followed that uh, Christ's rise and then crucifixion. And, and so he knew what was going on and he was still fighting against it. And Christ nails down on it here. And I think the thing that really broke Paul was having seen Stephen, this uneducated uh man um, talk about the law, talk about the fathers and how that they were always being resisted, and, and yet he died with such grace, and here Paul was killing people and dragging them to prison, and he obviously was not doing what God wanted him to do, and it broke his heart. It broke his spirit. He could not fight against that anymore, and when I look at that, how many of us have been affected by Paul's ministry? And, and when Stephen didn't resist, when Stephen didn't stand up and say, wait a minute, this is not lawful what you're doing here. When Christ didn't stand up and say, this is not lawful what you're doing here. When they allowed this to, to take place, we are the beneficiaries of that. Uh, and God's kingdom grows. I know in our day and age, we I, I just even today heard a podcast talking about how we need to seize power and we need to uh, be more militant in, uh, on the right of what we do. Um, and, and on the one hand, that sounds great, but do we realize that the world was conquered by slaves and servants in the Roman time? And if it could happen back then, could it not also happen in our day and age if we as Christians would be followers of Christ, not resist the evil per se, but uh, live our lives in such a way that it's God honoring in everything that we do? And will people manipulate us? Yes, they will. Will people take advantage of us? Yes, they will. But God will be the one that can stand up and defend us then. We don't have to do it ourselves. So, um, we'll get into this a little bit more tomorrow. Uh, it's it's such a deep subject that it's hard to uh, to wrap our heads around it. But um, it, it is something that we ought to think about: is uh, am I trying to defend myself, or am am I allowing God to defend me? So, I hope that gives you something to think about. And until the next time, I'll feed her and.